Hello, this is Owen here. I'm interviewing Kathy Sloan, the math teacher at Catlin Gable School. Hello, Owen. It's good to have you here. Um, let's just jump right in. So, how has your week been going so far? Uh, has anything exciting or traumatic happened over the past couple days? <laughs> well, I've been spending a lot of time working in my yard, and my chickens like to help me do that. I've been digging and moving hostas, and the chickens have been following me around and eating the worms as they get revealed. And then the other day, they decided that hostas themselves are quite tasty, so they've been munching on all my hostas. It's a bit distressing. Wow, that sounds mildly horrible. <laughs> are, there, are there any survivors? The worms, the hostas, or the chickens? All of the above. Uh, the hostas are a little worse for wear, the chickens are a little bit fatter, um, and the worms are back underground again. So all's good in the backyard. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about these chickens. What was the process, maybe getting or raising the chickens, and why are they now taking their vengeance on the hostas? <laughs> well, so this was, this was my, one of my COVID things, and uh, it was about a month into our remote teaching. And I had been thinking about chickens not very seriously for a long time, and I'd, it was April, that April. And um, I just got a bee in my bonnet and thought, I want some chickens. So I went to the farm store, and I said, I want some chickens. And the lady said, great, how about some Rhode Island Reds? And I thought that sounded like a good idea. So I came home with three little baby chicks. I didn't even look in the box. I didn't even look at the chickens that I bought. And I got home, and I opened the little box, and I only saw two chickens, which was somewhat distressing. And um, I pulled out one little chicken, and underneath was another one squished by the other two. Her name is Lulu. The other two became Polly and Marge. Nice to meet them. It's a shame we couldn't have them on the podcast today. <laughs> Did you do any research prior to getting the chickens, or was it kind of like a, I'm just going to go out and get chickens right now? It was, well, it was close to my birthday. I was a month into that Zoom teaching thing, which was very traumatic, and I just thought, I'm going to go get chickens today. This is going to be my little gift to myself, and without knowing anything about chickens, I've learned a lot since then. Chickens don't lay eggs in the winter. I did not know that. I went many, many months without any eggs. Um, so that's a pretty big takeaway. Um, the other thing, I suppose, is that chickens have personalities, very distinct personalities. Little Lulu that was squished on that first day ended up being the sweetest, most loving chicken. Marge is a bit of a bully, and Polly is definitely the alpha, alpha chicken. She picks on everybody. Wow. Didn't know there were big... Big traumatic differences in the chicken hierarchies. Oh, Owen, have you never heard of pecking order? <laughs> that's, that's Where a good do you joke. think that came from? It's a good joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. There's actually a whole lot of terminology that comes from, you know, the hen house. Pecking order, uh, hen house. Um, no, I'll, now on the spot, I can't remember any. But if you look it up, there's a whole bunch of terminology that we use in daily life that relates back to the, the hens and the chickens. I definitely will. What's your current process with these chickens now that it's late spring? Yeah, late spring, two years later. A lot has happened with these chickens. I just got adopted two weeks ago by a small bantam chicken, and I didn't know such a thing existed. She's about a third the size of my other three chickens. You got adopted by the chicken? You want to expand? Yes, we got adopted by a chicken. I was, I was home one day, and my neighbor knocked on my door, and she's like, Kathy, a chicken just flew onto your roof. And I said, Brittany, 
chickens don't fly and they certainly don't fly onto roofs and she's like I swear it was a chicken it was a little tiny black chicken and I said Brittany are you sure that wasn't a crow Brittany has young young children so I was thinking maybe she just hadn't gotten enough sleep but a couple hours later I was in the backyard and there was a tiny little black chicken helping herself to the chicken feed and uh, and she never left. She's just stayed. I put out an ad to see if anybody would claim her, and uh, and I got one response. I put a picture of her on next door, and I said, "Is this your chicken? She's in my backyard, uh, eating my chickens' food, and they're not happy." And I got one response from this woman who always puts things on next door. She said, "Um, I think that's a rooster," and I let that sit for a little while, and then uh, the next day this little chicken laid me an egg. I had a little tiny white egg, and so I replied to her and I said, well, that rooster just laid me an egg. And her name is Bitsy. She's been with us ever since. She has her own perches up high um, so that the other chickens don't pick on her too terribly much. And she's been a great addition. That's, that's really sweet. I heard through the grapevine that you also built a hen house for them. What was the process there? How'd that go? Oh, indeed I did. Um, that was quite a process. So the chickens originally lived in my bathroom uh, upstairs, and then when they got a little bit bigger, I ordered a coop for them, and I put it together, and the footprint of the whole coop was maybe two by four feet. It was tiny. And you have to understand, Owen, at this point, my chickens had become like my babies, um, and they were, <laughs> they were definitely part of the family. It was a COVID thing. And uh, so I decided that I wanted to try my hand at building something. And so I got on that Nextdoor app again. I'd been doing a bunch of running around the neighborhood and I'd seen tons of people doing construction and they had you know, big pallets of nice wood in their driveways and I could see them building play structures and new decks and all sorts of things. And so I, I got onto that Nextdoor app again and I put out a plea and I said, I see you guys all building things in your yards. I'm a, I'm a tired and exhausted teacher struggling to make it through the year, but looking to learn a new skill. Does anybody have any wood they would be interested in, in donating to this tired teacher? Well, the sympathy card totally worked, and I had, I had several neighbors who volunteered me the, the, um, with notes like, oh, I just made a deck. I've got a few nice extra pieces. Come get them, and I did. But then this one woman, her name was Mary. She's like, oh, you're a teacher. We love teachers. I volunteer in the elementary school as much as possible. My husband, she said, passed away a few years ago, but she had built, he had built, excuse me, a really large bedroom fort for our son. Our son has now outgrown it, and so we dismantled this giant bedroom fort, and it's all in my basement. Would you like it? Well, I, <laughs> I went over, and she showed it to me, and oh my gosh, Owen, there were like entire sided, cedar-sided walls with windows. There was a ladder. Um, there, all the framing was there uh, for this giant bedroom fort, and it was all dismantled. And so I was able to get it over to my house, and it sat in my garage for a while. And then I enlisted the help of my older sister, who lives in Portland, and I don't see her nearly enough. And she is an unemployed interior architect at the moment. So I had her over, and she drew up these incredible elaborate designs for this chicken coop. And um, we ended up spending most of the summer together building this thing collaboratively. So it was an incredible bonding experience with my older sister. 
and the the neighbors now refer to the chicken coop as the chicken palace because it is massive. So they're living in style now. They got a whole mansion for themselves. Yes. Wow. They, they are living in style. With some luxury chickens. They are very. So luxury what are, what are the final dimensions for this palace? <laughs> well. And there are several rooms too. There's a there is of course a living room, a dining room, a nesting box, um, and then there are two outside modules. One's a sandbox, you know, and um, another one's got sort of a, a trapeze in it, just for fun. I I think the footprint of the whole thing it's probably eight by twelve for the main part, and then I have two modules that are about two by five that attach onto it. That's a pretty big palace. It's pretty big. I'm sorry, did you say chicken trapeze earlier? Is this like I an America did. Got Talent like startup? What what's this going on here? Well, my chickens are a talented crew for sure. Um, they I tried to teach them how to play the xylophone originally, and that really didn't plan out pan out so well. So I um, I did make them a little trapeze and sort of a jungle gym in one of the the modules that I that I made for them. And uh, and it's a good thing too because Bitsy, the little one, the new one that adopted us, she needs those escape routes. The other ones have gotten big and well fat, so they don't fly as well as she does. So so Bitsy is often up on the trapeze trying to escape the other girls. Well, maybe maybe the chicken has a gymnast future. Could be. Who Definitely knows? not a musical future. Yeah, the xylophone did not go well. Not the xylophone? I am, I'm shocked it did not go well. That sounds like a perfectly good instrument for a chicken. Well, and I've heard that they can do it, too. You, like, you can train a, t- a chicken to play the xylophone, but not my chickens, not my girls. Uh, well, it looks like their talents lie elsewhere. Indeed such as eating hostas and digging up worms. Well, one of those is good. One of those maybe isn't so good. (laughs) Um, What other things do you like to grow? Do you have a garden that you grow a lot of variety of vegetables and fruits in? Oh, I wish. Um, I would love to grow vegetables, but my my backyard is mostly shade, so hence all the hostas. Um, So I I do grow a lot of perennials, and and I have a fish pond too, which is nice and keeps me busy so a few pond plants but no vegetables are there any rivalries between the chicken and the fish Mm. well no no rivalries they don't seem to acknowledge each other much but i keep thinking i've heard that chickens cannot swim and so i keep thinking one of these days i'm going to find a chicken in my pond but as as of yet i have not can't swim can't fly can't do trapeze at least one of them can that's Right. And it's unfortunate. I know. I know. But they do lay eggs every day. Every, every day. Every day. I get four eggs a day. That's excellent. <laughs> it's a lot of eggs. It's a lot of eggs. What sure. do you do with the eggs? Do you, are you turning it into a little side business or are you eating all of them? Actually, I find that they're great uh, sort of neighbor gifts. So if my neighbors take care of my chickens, they get the eggs, obviously. Um, sometimes I will try to bribe my boss with uh, fresh eggs or cute chicken videos, that seems to be fairly effective. Um, How does that go for you? I think it works. You think it works? Yeah, That's it's working good. for me. I think it's working, yeah. Um, yes, but, but I give them to a lot of friends. And I've made a lot of uh, really nice quiches and a lot of eggs, so. Are there any favorite recipes you have? Mm. I actually heard one on OPB the other day. They were interviewing a chef from, maybe a local chef, and she was talking about different pies you could make like savory pies and i got an incredible crust recipe from her using the cuisinart so it's super easy um and and then 
the quiche recipe has surprisingly about a half a cup of milk and a half a cup of sour cream in it, which I never thought to do. And it's turned out fantastic. So well, that's good. Yeah, it's a good one for sure. Well, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's turning out well. That seems like it's a very big, a good investment for you. Absolutely. Yes. My son is a, just graduated with a degree in statistics and economics, and he did a cost benefit analysis on my chickens. And the fact that I got almost all of my lumber for free made it a pretty good investment. But those first eggs were like running at about $500 each. And, and now we're down to more reasonable. Those are some expensive eggs. Indeed. I don't know if I would buy a $500 egg unless it was a Fabergé one. Mm, well, th- those might be a bit more than that. Just a bit more. Perhaps. I think I think it'd be a good deal if I got for five hundred dollars. I think so. You could buy a lot of a lot of chickens with five hundred dollars. Do you know how much a chicken costs? How much does a chicken cost, Kathy? Like a dollar ninety nine. Oh my god. I know. So it's a baby chicken. Less expensive to buy a baby chicken than it is to buy a chicken breast say at the store. Absolutely. Yeah. Those have gotten pricey. Yeah. I, I actually stopped runoff. eating chicken. Oh. It made me feel kind of bad. You know, I'd be sitting out on the back deck eating a piece of nice broiled chicken and the chickens would come and sit on my lap because they're very affectionate and it just seemed all shades of wrong. Well, I mean, to each their own. That seems very, like a big, like a turnoff, you know, with chicken. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to offend them. (laughs) What are your future plans with the chicken? With the chickens? Hmm. I don't really have any future plans for for the chickens. I thought I would expand my flock, but they haven't been very kind to poor little Bitsy. Um, so I probably won't. I will probably continue to add and modify the chicken coop uh, because I find it entertaining and fun, and I enjoy using my newfound skills in construction. Oh, tightrope, that'd be good. Tightrope, or some sort of obstacle course type thing, or a maze. A maze, that would be interesting. That would be fun. Hm. Yeah. I'm sure, all those, good I'm ideas, sure those chickens are envied by all the other chickens in the neighborhood. You, well, clearly. I mean, if chickens are coming to my backyard from all over the neighborhood, then there's got to be something good going on back there. Got to be. Well, thank you for this interview. It was very insightful. Do you have any <laughs> last comments to talk about in regards to chickens? Um, I think uh, people underestimate chickens. I'll be honest. They have been... Actually, on a serious note, the chickens are part of what saw me through, like, the the whole remote teaching, you know, with them in my bathroom originally and then in my backyard, and they are just so funny. Seriously, Owen, have you ever seen a chicken run? I have not. It's just about the funniest thing you've ever seen. I can imagine. That yeah. sounds pretty great. Yes. Would you like to finish off the podcast with a, another chicken pun, if you have any, on stock? Oh, uh, another chicken pun. Uh, let's see. No. I'm sorry, well, Owen. <laughs> it's, it's good to hear from you. Okay. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah. Thanks, Owen. Music in this episode is Spring Snow, courtesy of Pistol Jazz from Free Music Archive.